Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. God on us, man. All of us. It's good to be here. I just want to start out by saying thanks everybody for coming. You are 6'7". Your dad is 5'11". What happened? I, uh, you know, I guess it's my mom's genetics. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad I didn't get stuck with the short side. Mallet under center this time. Play fake, rolling right, wants to throw, looking for Williams. Now into the end zone. The pass is complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Joe Adams in the back of the end zone for 18 yards, and the Hogs are on top. Yeah, when I transferred um, from Michigan, the you know the institution, and I feel like the state just embraced me and said, you know, we'll take you uh, and let you go to school here and let you play. And uh, I felt like just playing one year uh, in the system and then leaving wasn't very, it wasn't fair to my team, it wasn't fair to the fans, you know. And, and that's just ethically, that's how I was brought up. Mallet from the shotgun, looking toward the middle of the end zone. Now he's going to run at the five touchdown Arkansas. You know. Man, we're excited. Uh, you know, last year we didn't make a ball, and this year we, we turned it around. Uh, we we got to go win the game. Uh, that's what we're you know working to do, and that's what we start doing today. Is putting together a game plan to, to go get a win. Mallet's gonna throw downfield, complete to Kobe at midfield, breaks a tackle. Hamilton's at the 40, the 30, the 20. Kobe at the 10 to the five. Touchdown, Arkansas! Wow! Touchdown, Arkansas! On the final play of the half. Unbelievable! 80 yards and a touchdown! And who said six seconds didn't count? You know, they're not cheering for me. They're cheering for the guys out there with the Razorback uniforms on. And, you know, I've said in the past, we've got the greatest fans in the nation. You can see that every Saturday when you come into to Reynolds Stadium or if you go down to War Memorial, you'll see where the best fans in America are. And, and I feel like they're here. Mallet's in the shotgun. Ryan gets the snap, wants to throw. He's looking deep. He's got Joe! Touchdown, Arkansas! Adams at the goal line wow. holds it in and on fourth and three the hogs hit him for 39 live from the hogs meat market studios this is out of bounds with john neighbors every time you put a mic in my face i'm gonna say arkansas and joe franklin we won't go in the shell we won't go in attack mode because that's what's required on 1037 the buzz Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a, a very tough but very fun show in honoring Ryan Mallett, the former Razorback who tragically passed yesterday at the age of 35. And we've had so many great messages and and great phone calls of people sharing their memories and uh, how much they loved Ryan and not only as a football player but also as a person too and it's just been it's been great to celebrate his life and knowing how many different groups of people he has impacted and who he's touched and and all of that it's just been phenomenal so we're going to continue that on though here in the final hour because uh, we may have known him as far as what he did on the field as a Razorback Uh, we may have known him or maybe had some run-ins with him as a person, but to have a former teammate talk about Ryan, I know is going to be something extremely special. And we have on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry hotline right now, former Razorback running back and former teammate of Ryan Mallett, Broderick Green, joining us now, who's been kind enough to join us. And uh, Broderick, first off, just uh, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. And uh, I know it's not ideal circumstances, but we appreciate it anyway. How you how you holding up and how you doing this afternoon? Uh, I'm doing a little better. You know, it's still been pretty rough. Um, just, you know, still in shock. It uh, doesn't seem real. Yeah, I know, and a lot of people feel the same way. And, uh, Broderick, just to, I guess, walk us through just uh, how, the process of, uh, you know, obviously hearing the news, but uh, just some of the things that uh, kind of went through your mind and went through your head and, uh, you know, dealing with uh, a tragedy of someone that uh, not only that you used to play with, but someone that you used to call friend, too. Um, you know, just, first of all, just, you know, so unfortunate, you know, just want to send my condolences to, you know, his mom and everyone in his family. Um, you know, just a tough situation. Uh, I was actually on my way to a 707 tournament yesterday with my coaching staff and, um, we were almost there and one of my coaches said, Hey, you know, 
Ryan Miller, did you play with him at all? And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's my boy. You know, I was up. And he goes, uh, yeah, man, I just saw this article, man, something about him, you know, probably passing in Florida. I'm not sure how accurate it is. And I was like, what? Yeah, right. I was like, man, I should call him right now. And uh, I said, show me the article. He showed me. And it was, like, posted two minutes ago. And I said, oh, man, like, is this real? And right after that, my phone started flooding with text messages from friends and mutual friends and teammates and phone calls. And I was like, oh, no. So when we got to the tournament, right, you know, a couple seconds after that, I walked down to the field. My team was warming up. And I just kind of sat and thought about it. And I was like, is this real? And it hit me. And I just, you know, broke down in tears. And I had to walk away from the field. And I left. And I just couldn't. I couldn't coach at that moment. I wasn't there mentally and uh, just really hurt and really, you know, just shocked me. Broderick, through the healing process and uh, the way that a lot of people cope with things is think about the good things and the good times, great memories with Ryan Mallett. What are some of those for you on and off the field? Oh, man. Um Started with on the field, just you know, from an athletic standpoint. Uh, man, the guy was just such an amazing talent. You know, uh, it was effortless for him. You know, it seems like he was so much further ahead of the game. Um, just reading the defense, checking out a play, um, just always knowing what to do, always knowing what to call. Just that leadership he had, that you know, commander mentality. I mean, I remember you know, just uh, one of my favorite times. Uh, we broke um, a huddle. We got a play call, and uh, he just put in an option. He said, hey, why don't you run a swing on the side? And I was like, what? A swing for what? I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to pass pro. He goes, no, it's wide open. I'm telling you, about the blitz on the side, run the swing. I said, all right, I got you. I ran the swing, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, Ryan, if you get me in trouble for this, because you know Petrino, do not play. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to trust you. I ran the swing route against South Carolina. I caught it, and I ran about 40 yards down the sideline. And uh, I never would forget. And I just was like, man, this dude, it's so easy for this guy, you know. And uh, he'd always just come down like, yeah, BG, I told you. I told you. I was calling me BG. And uh, he was just so confident, man, and so sure of himself and just just so uh, competitive. And uh, he always, you know, just tried to perfect his craft. And he was so sure of his craft. He backed it up, you know. Um, he's on the field, high-energy guy, man. Score a touchdown no matter who it is. He's the first one there. If not the first one, he's the second. And he's jumping on you, tapping your helmet, screaming, you know, the whole nine excitement. Or you always look, you know, I'll, I shed a tear today because I was looking at old pictures of us. And one of the first things I looked in, in one of my scoring touchdowns, he's in the background with his hands up. And he's always running down the field with his hands up or watching it. The moment you cross that goal line, he's got his hands up and he's hyped. And that's just that team player mentality and that leader, you know, leadership quality that he brought to the table. And it always stood out with a big smile on his face. Um, off the field, same thing. I mean, you having a bad day. You know, we got a long, tough practice ahead. He comes in the locker room clapping. You know, hype. Come on, guys. Let's go. Y'all ready? It's another day. Another day to grind, baby. Another day to get better. You know, and just, you know, just cracking a bunch of jokes and just, you know, he could, he could lighten any room he went into. And uh, he was himself. And, you know, I'm so glad and so blessed that I had an opportunity to develop a friendship and a bond with him over time. Well, Broderick, uh, I know that it's always fascinating to watch it from afar and seeing, because he was only at Arkansas for two years as the starting quarterback in 09 and 2010, and you think about uh, him coming in with the, the hype and the expectation, and then in his first year, really just has a great year, maybe goes to the NFL, but decides to come back another year, and then has an even and better year. Just over that two-year course, did you see anything change in him? Because, you know, usually when that pressure gets added, when someone starts uh, hearing about how great they are or hearing about uh, how many accomplishments they have or maybe preseason Heisman talk 
A lot of guys can maybe read into that. How did you see Mallet develop just over that two-year period, not only as a player, but just as a person and his personality and how he dealt with all of that? Man, that was no such thing as pressure to Mallet. I mean, I, I, I could hear his voice right now as he's talking. He's like, pressure? Man, pressure. You know, uh, Mallet's just, you know, he was a guy that, like I said, we met when we were in high school, you know, 17, 18 years old, the Army All-American game, and, you know, switched numbers, stayed in touch, and talked while I was at USC and while he was at Michigan. And, you know, every week or so, every month, you know, we always kept in touch and talked. And, um, you know, when we both came back to Arkansas, you know, I mean, it was like a dream come true for Ryan, too, as far as him being able to play for the Hogs and getting back home. Um, and, you know, I was blessed enough to where I didn't have to sit. And right when he finished sitting, we played at the same time. Um, you know, uh, man, it was just, you know, exciting to finally be on the same team after talking about it for so long and being friends for so long. Um, you know, man, it was just a great experience. I mean, I learned a lot from him. He pushed me and made me a lot better. Um, you know, just with the quarterback running back relationship and just things I could change and work on and do, he just saw so much further ahead down the line. Um, you know, like I said, I built my relationship with him. Um, he called me when he first got the job at Whitehall, you know, and I congratulated him and we talked about everything and, I joked about it, and I told him, I said, hey, man, listen, you better run the Petrino plays. And I was like, you better have somebody going 99 yards, too. And uh, we laugh and joke about that kind of stuff and talk about everything. And we also got our teaching license together, you know, so we went through the certification in Northwest Arkansas, and uh, that was fun, you know, just laughing about old times, reconnecting, and, you know, sitting there as students, you know, learning and all kinds of certifications. Um, that was cool, and uh, we just—it was just like old times. We just laughing, joking, sitting around every day in class, and you know. So we we stayed in touch over the years, and you know it was great. Um, just talking to him and joking around, and like I say, he was shooting me text messages when he first got the job at Whitehall at four in the morning, four thirty in the morning. I'm like, Ryan, dude, what are you doing? I'm responding at nine a.m., eight thirty. He's like, hey, man, I'm a head coach, man. Early bird gets the worm. I got to be up now. And I was like, you have to be up. I don't want no worm. <laughs> like, you can stay up early, do your thing. I do not care. Uh, but it was just funny. You know, like I said, Ryan's man, just such a great guy, man. Just a jokester at heart. Naturally, so funny. Uh, just himself, man. Just unapologetically himself. Uh, care less about what anybody thought about him. Uh, gave it 110% every day. Um, picked his teammates up. You know, uh, never let us fall on our face and always had our back. Yeah, and speaking of that, with the teammates, something that stood out about him was whenever the focus was on him and he was being questioned about his ability and certain things, he would always take the focus off him and speak up the teammates. So that's the type of person that he was where he touched a lot of people, but he also wanted others to be recognized in the moment. It wasn't just about him. It was about the team. Oh, yeah, always. I mean, he never, never spoke from an individual standpoint. People always talk about how far he could throw and how strong his arm was and, you know, try to give him that little quarterback controversial talk, and you know, and he, that, not, that stuff never fazed him. He always... You know, congratulated, you know, Tyler, Sisters, and all the other guys in the quarterback room. And, you know, he was a team player. He always uplifted everyone. Uh, he came out with the energy every day. He challenged the coaches. He challenged McGee. He challenged Petrino. And that was something that we all needed as a whole, you know, as a team. You know, it, it made them better coaches, you know. And uh, iron sharpens iron. That's what we always said. And he made sure to sharpen everybody. Speaking with former Razorback and former teammate of Ryan Mallett, Broderick Green, here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Broderick, uh, also, you know, you talk about being around him. I think it's always pretty fascinating, because I've talked to uh, several other teammates of his, too, that maybe there's stuff that people don't realize or Razorback fans don't realize. Is there something that you feel like uh, you knew about Mallett or something about his personality or anything like that that maybe a lot of people don't know about uh, that uh, probably would be good if they did know? 
Well, I'll just speak from the standpoint of like over the last year or so, you know, once he got that head coaching position, you know, I just know, um, you know, he was just high on life, man. Just, you know, at the top of the top, living it up, you know, he was so excited to be a head coach, you know, and, you know, going from my OC, he was like, man, I got my own program. I like, you know, I can run my own system. I can do everything the way I want. And, you know, I'm so excited to come and try to create a winning culture and a winning program. And, you know, he's like, man, I might have to hire on some of the guys and just, you know, uh, man, I'm just so excited about everything. And we just talked and talked and talked. And I was just so happy for him to see him get a chance to do his thing. And, you know, then he played against one of my best friends, you know, Small World, Brian Moppin and Mel. So I thought that was cool. And, um, you know, they connected because I introduced him to Ryan back when we were in college and we were all hung out and stuff. So that was kind of full circle. And, um, you know, like I said, man, I just, I talked to him a lot about it. You know, he just was so happy, man. Just on top of the world. And, you know, it kind of hurts me because I, you know, just started my dead week and I know he was starting his and I was going to call him and catch up with him and let him know I was going to come in town people wanted to hang out and just kind of catch up and talk about football and everything and you know we always did and uh you know just an unfortunate timing unfortunate situation and uh like i said again just wanted to send my condolences because i mean it's rough i've talked to a lot of my teammates and you know we've done everything from crying on the phone to just reminiscing and talking about flashbacks and funny locker room moments and game days and certain play calls and things Ryan did in the huddle and all that. It's just, you know, just it's been nostalgic and, um, you know, it's just something I'll never forget. Mallett said that he always knew that he wanted to coach. Is that something you guys talk about during your playing days? Because he said that once he was done playing, he already had a plan that he always wanted to coach. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I said, that's why he was so excited about getting a head coaching job. You know, and, uh, you know, people always ask me, oh, Coach Green, you'd be a great head coach. And I'm like, I, I probably would one day, but uh, it's not for me. Ryan's like, hey, I'm, I want to accept the challenge. I want it. He's like, you know, this, this is what I want to do. I'm ready to go change the program and, and create a winning culture. Yeah, because that was something that you, you mentioned him playing and just what he did with film and, and studying and all that. Uh, some people, you know, when they – people bring up football moments or football memories there'll be some to say well you know there's he was more than just football which i agree there was more but football was his life it, it just seemed like every single time that whether it was him playing or him coaching from when he was younger from when he was now uh he was just all about football and i think that that's also just shows how special he was is not only was he really good at playing it he was really good at coaching it but it all came from a passion that he had for that sport to where uh, he just enjoyed it so much, every aspect of it, and I think that that was very evident in how not only he performed, but also just uh, how he was motivated into being the best football player or football coach that he could possibly be. Yeah, man, Ryan, I was so happy for him because Ryan was so, you know, just passionate about coaching and stuff and just loving kids in general. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, as an educator and a coach, you know, we don't get paid a lot of money, and he didn't care about the money. He's like, hey, you know, I'm doing what I love. You know, this is something I'm passionate about. And, you know, just living in this purpose, you know. And, I mean, and like I said, Ryan gives a shirt off his back to anybody. And he loved those kids so much down at that program. And, you know, I just know uh, he's going to be truly missed down there. And I know it's really going to affect him. Um, you know, and, and I know they, they meant so much to Ryan, you know, and, I mean, I literally, Brian just loved the kids so much. And literally anything, if I ever needed him to sign anything for a kid or whatever, he's doing a heartbeat. He's like, how many footballs you got? What, 10? Go ahead and sit them down here. I got them. And he's like, where, where are the kids at? Can I, where, can I meet them? Like, where, oh, what high school? Or where are junior high? Where, you know, uh, he didn't care. I mean, whether it be my mom and different people. I'm like, hey, you take a picture of my mom. He do. He's like, yeah, man, come on. Come on, face. Come on. Let's get in this picture. And uh, he just he just had such a warm heart, man. I mean, literally, just to be on top of the world, he was. You never even, like, it, it, it's like he never even felt on top of the world as far as, you know, being cocky or anything like that because he was just so, you know, open and just, 
you know, inviting, and he just created a positive environment around him to where people just gravitated towards him. Roger, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing some memories about Ryan Mallett. A lot of great stories, and we probably could talk to you for a lot longer to share some more of those stories. But since we have you, and you mentioned that you are in the coaching, what are, what are you up to these days, and where are you? Because you said that you would have to come back into the state. So what are you doing these days? So I'm living in Kansas City, and I'm coaching at Liberty North High School. And I'm coaching running backs over there. And uh, it's my second year in Kansas City. I was at Park Hill South last year. Um, and uh, now I'm at Liberty North and uh, just trying to make some noise out here, get some guys some scholarships and prepare them for the future on and off the field. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, we're rooting for you and pulling for you and hopefully you have a lot of success there too. And before we let you get out of here, Broderick, if there's one play that always pops into your mind about Ryan Mallett and your time at Arkansas, what's the one play that will always pop into your head anytime you think about him? I mean, there's so many. Um, but I remember I was playing against South Carolina. It was so funny. Uh, we were in the huddle. He was like, hey. He was like, we're in the green zone. He was like, hey, time to score. Back then, I was like, yes, sir. We called it the green zone, not the red zone. And I scored my touchdown. And I'll never forget <laughs> looking at the picture of him in the back <laughs> with his hands up, <laughs> making a touchdown sign, and he ran and jumped up on me, of course, like always. But, yeah, no, Ryan, Ryan was my guy. Man. I just want to say last thing. I, if he knows anything, he knows I love him. And uh, man, he's a goat in my eyes for sure. Well, hey, we really appreciate you joining us, Broderick. Uh, I know it's been tough for you and tough for everybody, but – uh, it was a great honoring and a, a great way to talk about somebody who knew him a lot better than we did. And so we appreciate you hopping on and talking a little bit and honoring Ryan Mallett's memory, man. Appreciate you all. All right. Again, that was Roger Green, former Razorback uh, and former teammate of Ryan Mallett, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline. Take another commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to more Wide Open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Master of Illusion Jason Bird dazzles the mind with breathtaking magic. Don't miss him Saturday, July 29th at 7 p.m. at Robinson Center Music Hall. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. This is Sports Center. Difficult day for Arkansas football yesterday as former Razorback quarterback and Whitehall High School head football coach Ryan Mallett passed away in Destin, Florida. Mallett died in an apparent drowning incident yesterday once again off the coast of Destin. He played one year for Michigan before transferring to Arkansas. He threw for 7,493 yards in two seasons with the Razorbacks. He is the second all-time leading passer. He also holds the record for single-season passing yards and passing touchdowns in Arkansas football history. He spent some time in the NFL before coming back to coaching. Once again, Ryan Mallett has passed away at the age of 35. When guys buy an engaged ring, we are getting engaged. But when girls get the engaged ring, they're getting married. So if you recently got engaged, then it's time for wedding bands. At Jones & Son, we have just the thing for you. Wedding band weekends, each weekend in June. Save up to $2,000 off select styles and wedding bands for both women and men. Jones & Son has hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. And even if you didn't buy your engagement ring from us, I'm sure we can match your ring and save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. Check out wedding band weekends all June, only at Jones & Son Fine Jewelry. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? 
QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed, with no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. I'm super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you lasting relief now and the consultation is free call qc kinetics 402-205-4270 that's 402-205-4270 402-205-4270 it's the sunday buzz with bill vickery sunday is 10 to noon presented by local insurance services inc Unsure if your medical coverage is right for you, recently lost, or had a change in health care coverage? Local Insurance Services, Inc. is here to help you with no-cost policy review. You can find them on the web under localinsuranceservicesinc.com. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal house. Under. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mallet under center this time. Play fake, rolling right, wants to throw, looking for Williams. Now into the end zone. The pass is complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Joe Adams in the back of the end zone for 18 yards, and the Hogs are on top. On 103. Three seven the buzz. It's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, and even though the College World Series came to an end, even though the NBA draft was done for doesn't mean that sports aren't still going on. And with Bet Saracen, there are plenty of sports to choose from when it comes to your sports betting. They still have specials. And not only do they have specials of MLB that's going on right now, but talk about NHL draft specials if you're a big hockey fan. How about MLS specials? How about the match specials? That's right. That's going to be here before you know it. UFC specials. And even though football season seems so far away, they have NFL and NCAA football season specials. In the NFL, you can bet on all sort of preseason deals when it comes to who, which NFC East player is going to, or any NFC AFC East player to have 15-plus regular season rushing or receiving touchdowns. That's a bet. How about the longest rush in the NFL? That's a bet. But if you're feeling good about football in college, you're feeling good about the Razorbacks, for instance, they have some really great bets on there, too, because... You can have a national champion or who's going to have the best chance of going undefeated in the regular season. How about Georgia at plus 120? Well, that seems like it's a pretty easy bet. But Bama at plus 325, Michigan at 325. Maybe think USC with Caleb Williams and Heisman Trophy winner plus 600. But if you're going for that long shot, because we know Arkansas is not going to get all the love there when it comes to those odds. But who knows? Maybe this is the year. Plus 10,000. So no matter what it is, when it comes to your sports betting, it could be going on with sports right now. It can have sports that are coming up here very soon, and it can even be the sports upcoming this fall in football. No matter what it is, get the Bet Saracen app and get started winning some money with Bet Saracen. You can also visit them at BetSaracen.com to do your betting that way. Whatever it is, do it the right way. Do it the state of Arkansas way. Do it with Bet Saracen and BetSaracen.com. It's a wide open Wednesday. We've been uh, honoring the memory of Ryan Mountain. Really appreciate Broderick Green coming on with us uh, to talk a little bit about it because. 
that was the one thing that, you know, you have teammates that have uh, played with Ryan, and some of them were closer than others, but uh, there's no doubt that Broderick and Ryan had a very close relationship and friendship, so much so that, uh, not to say they went down the exact same path, but football is a big part of their life, and seeing that Broderick's a, a coach now and trying to, to do – uh, the best that he can at that, similar to what Ryan was trying to do here in Arkansas, is a is a really cool thing. And I know it was really tough for Broderick to, to come on and, and talk about it, but it was really cool to hear from him not only what it was like in his playing days, but also what he was like even then today when leading up to this moment of how great things were going there for Ryan as well. They had a lot of great times on and off the field, so that was something that, that stood out, that uh, they had that genuine connection that they made on the field to begin with, but... It's something that made them friends off the field and kept them in contact outside of football. And as Broderick mentioned, they would talk about football because that was something they were both into, but they would talk about a lot of other things. Well, uh, Grant Cook was another former teammate of his and a friend of mine who played offensive line for Arkansas during that span. And uh, he was unable to come on the show, but he did send this text to me as something that he wanted Uh, people to know he says ryan was truly a -a one-of-a-kind person and football player football was what he did but not who he was well he cared for his teammates and had their backs no matter what he's a true leader the kind of guy that made you want to give it your all and give it everything you had there are too many memories to recount everyone in razorback nation has their favorite ryan mallett story that's the legacy that he will leave behind the best quarterback to ever do it with arkansas across their chest all those that knew him closely from or from afar saddened by his passing. But the greatest thing about legends is that they never die. And so that was from Ray, former Razorback Grant Cook and a former teammate. And that's just, again, tip of the iceberg of so many uh, people who have uh, expressed their uh, feelings about the passing of Ryan and, and teammates. Some of them have done it via social media. Some have done it through, uh, you know, just discussing it and talking about it. But... You know, just looking at on the Twitter side of things, especially last night and knowing when the news came to fruition, saw that even a guy like uh, Jarius Wright, who we know they had the coaching connection there too, he didn't have any caption or anything. He just had the emoji of the heart being made and then a picture of him and Ryan hugging after after a game. So a lot of times it's no words that really need to be said. It's just a matter of an image or a lasting impression that people have shared, and especially those who knew him the most on his team. Another person that he was really close to on the football field, but shared some coaching after playing days. And and Broderick even mentioned that, that when Ryan Mallett got the head coaching job, that was the first thing he thought of were some of the teammates and saying, we need to get some of the guys involved and get them on the staff. And that just shows you, again, he was being a great teammate even after the fact that they weren't teammates anymore. You know, he's still wanting to get them in there and get involved and be involved with his with his success as a coach and everything. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. And we got a story, actually, uh, that this is from Rick on Twitter, and he even had a picture of this, and I thought this was a really cool thing. It says, uh, I worked at the uh, Walmart on Fayetteville back when he was a student at the University of Arkansas, and one day he was at our store autographing footballs for all the associates that were there. The old lady cashiers were so excited, and he didn't stop until they all got their pictures that they wanted, and he signed every single autograph of everyone that had been waiting in line. Took a long time, but he was just a super nice guy. So, thought that that was a, another cool little story of, you know, he didn't like he was didn't want to be there. He was trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. It's he no matter where it was, no matter what he was doing, if people wanted to take pictures or sign autographs or whatever, he's going to make sure that his fans got taken care of and. Uh, stayed for all of them too so just those stories that continue to build up continues just to show the the legacy that he leaves behind and how great of a person that he was and uh, some of these stories you know you just don't know until you find out unfortunately with the with his passing that's when it all comes out but still it's a celebration of his life more so than just a morning of his passing right around the corner is the buzz's football preview and so we're almost a year removed from the one last year where ryan mallett was there and you saw the connections that he made to pe- with people that were there, not only people that he knew well, but people that he was meeting, and he spent time with them and had good conversations with them. You could just see that he was really genuine about talking to people, and he's one of those people that you, he never met a stranger either because oh, yeah. he was going to connect with whoever was around, and, of course, 
he's he's the type of ge- player and and person that people wanted to connect to from the beginning, and that's from seeing him playing the game and seeing the talent that was there. But once they were in his presence, he wanted to to connect with them and know more about what what they were about. Yeah, it wasn't just about him. He wanted to be able to share some moments with the people he was coming in contact with. Well, and you think about it, too, with that event that we had last year at the Hall. Uh, not only did you have Ryan Mallett there, but you also had former Razorback Matt Jones there. And then you had current Razorback K.J. Jefferson there all at the same time. And, you know, there in some cases, not saying all, but in some cases, there may be people that... Uh, you know, may resent that. He's like, okay, well, you know, because I want all the attention. You know, I don't want to have it somebody else or, or, or anything. But it wasn't that because he talked about Matt Jones. He's like, that was my childhood hero growing up watching him play. And uh, then going to KJ and talking about KJ and how much he envies just his, his ability and his athleticism. And uh, it, it was just, again, showed that, listen, it wasn't about uh, who's the best or, or who's getting the most attention or who gets, you know, all the praise and accolades. It's like he was there with two icon- other iconic people in Arkansas Razorback football history that play the same position he does, and he, he loved them, and he thought it was awesome that he got to be there with them, too. So never a, never really an egotistical thing. Just love being around football guys and talking football with football guys, uh, which was uh, awesome last year. And it's going to be an awesome event this upcoming year, too. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess it was him and Matt Jones and DJ Williams uh, were the uh, three former players that were able to join us. And that, so that was that was also another really cool moment for him to be a part of. Great memories, great moments, and great picks that came out of that by having those three quarterbacks together. And there were several people that were at the event that got a pick with Matt Jones, Ryan Mallett, and then some that got picks with the three of them with KJ in there also. So there are some people that have some some great picks that they were able to take at the event last year. Now we'll hold on to them, folks, because uh, those those picks are going to last forever. So, uh, yeah, and also, too, and I think we'd be remiss if we, we at least didn't say this before we take a, uh, another break to get to our final segment. Um, also, I, I'm going to the beach next week in Destin, and I know a lot of people have gone to the beach and will go to the beach, especially in that area. It's a very popular place, especially for some summer vacations. But uh, this is just not a, another painful reminder to be safe out there, folks. Um, you know, still the details are emerging from this, but it looks like it was uh, riptides and there were some dangerous waters out there. If you go to the beach, especially in that area, especially this time of year, be extremely careful and extremely cautious. You know, we just talked about the other day, a few weeks ago, of Peyton Hillis, you know, another former Razorback that had to, had to deal with nearly losing his life trying to save his kids from a from a dangerous riptide. And then in this situation with Ryan, uh, in his life pa- tragically getting taken because of the conditions down there in the water, just be extremely careful and, and be extremely safe out there and just try to make sure that you're, you're okay if you're getting in the water. But if you do get in the water, don't go too far out because I saw an article that uh, nearly 60 people had passed away already this year just from dangerous riptides in that one area in the Gulf. So... Uh, just be safe out there if you're going to be making that trip. and Because, uh, again, that's something that uh, I just, again, couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine uh, what that's dealing with. And, you know, Ryan just posted on his Instagram two days ago that with him and his girlfriend down there. They were just on the beach and just had a picture together. And so it can be taken from you quicker than you can even realize. So just be safe when you're down there in those waters. Because, you know, you're talking about very gifted athletes that couldn't fight off those waves very easily. Uh, well, I know I sure couldn't wouldn't be able to, so just be safe when you're when you're going to be down there on those vacations. Well, we are up against it. We're going to have our final break of the show, and when we take it, we'll come back with three and out, get to some headlines, some storylines, some things we didn't get into, and we'll close up shop and get you ready for drive time sports. It's all coming up next. You're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Look, 
I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quasi Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind, August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Delivery is at the door. Can someone please unlock? It's been an eventful afternoon with a spike in bookings at Claudia's event space. We'd love to host Mermaid Fest. I she was already planning on having more event planners on hand. 500? That's a lot of tales. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into 
Uh, to end the show on a high note and have some fun with it, uh, we're going to make fun of Texas. Actually, I'm going to make fun of Texas because apparently they have sold 68,000 season tickets for this upcoming football season, which is the most in school history. I wonder why. It's almost like they have a quarterback or two that people are really interested in watching. But uh, not only is it the most, but does it not include season ticket sales for students, which are about 20,000. So you're talking about 90,000 tickets roughly being sold for the season for Texas football. Now, where is it the fact that I'm going to make fun of them? Well, it's because in response to this, Texas fans are starting to say they're back, baby. They say this is the year, this is the year they win the national championship because this is where the hype machine starts with the quarterbacks, with Sark, with what they got in their final year of the Big 12. It's all going to come together, and they're feeling good about themselves. But at the end of the day, hey, listen, you're still Texas. You still got a lot to prove. It's great that you're selling tickets, but, you know, there's been a reason why you haven't been nationally relevant in the scheme of the college football playoff just yet. So pump the brakes. But, hey, as long as you're giving the money to the university, that NIL program can keep up so you can see if maybe you can keep one or the two quarterbacks that you have that are five-star studs that are the two best quarterbacks from the previous two high school classes. Victor Wimbenyama will make his summer league debut in Vegas. There was some debate about it, whether it would be – at the California Classic, which actually happens before Vegas Summer League. But now it's been confirmed that it will be in Vegas when he makes his debut. And also his official height. He's been listed anywhere from 7'2 to 7'5. Officially, he's been measured. He's listed as 7'3 half. Okay, so right in the middle, essentially, of where he's been listed at, right? Yep, and this is without shoes. So there's always that big debate of, well, you know, this player is this tall with shoes on, and they play in shoes. But anybody that ever gets measured, they get measured without shoes. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is if even what, what does the shoes make? Maybe a half inch, inch no, fully? Sometimes it's about two inches. Really? Yeah. Can I think of a difference? Okay. Well, never mind. Then. I was about to say, I was like, is there a difference between just an inch? But, hey, two inches start adding up, that's for sure. Believe me. Uh, so I'm going to also make fun of Gus Malzahn because we know that he's at Central Florida now as the head coach. And we know that Central Florida is going to be joining the Big 12. But he had, was listed in a quote from the Oklahoma and said, you know what, it's time to stop referring to the Big 3 in the state of Florida when it comes to Florida, Miami, and Florida State. He says it's time for the Big 4. You look at the last six to eight years, we've been as good or better than any of those programs. Okay, first off, Coach, you weren't there for half of those years when they actually were claiming the national championship, so that's one. And two, and no offense, I feel like that you say this about UCF, will they get to that point, especially when joining the Big 12? Perhaps. But if you have that success, you're not going to stay there. You're going to move on. You're going to go somewhere different. I know how it is. It's fine. I get you want to hype up your program. But until you prove yourself into the Big 12, I'm still going to refer to just the Big 3, not the Big 4. You had one great year. You weren't even a part of it. But you got to prove yourself a little bit more than just joining a big-time conference. Let's see what you actually do on the field once you get into that conference before you can start saying you're part of the Big Four. Miley Cyrus' song, Flowers, it was a big hit, and the video may have been an even bigger hit because video, there was speculation that Liam Hemsworth had some uh, affairs with some other big-time celebrities, and so the name that was thrown out there was Jennifer Lawrence, who has a movie out now, and she was doing an interview recently where she addressed those rumors. There was a lot of talk that the music video, I know the audience is already responding. They're like, uh-huh. There was already a lot of talk that the music video was referencing a secret fling that you had with Liam Hemsworth while he was with Miley Cyrus. Can you not true. please respond to that? I would love to. Not true. Total rumor. I mean, we all know me and Liam like kissed one time. Uh, it was years after they broke up. Okay. So I just assumed that was like a coincidence. Okay. Um, thank you for clearing Are you that. satisfied? <laughs> <laughs> thank wow. you for clearing that up. Yeah, I I'm happy it. to. <laughs> well, I speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, I heard that she has this that from that movie too that she just came out with. There's like this like full frontal new scene of her like fighting? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's a it, now that it's out there, yeah. you know, everybody knows, but it's one of those scenes that if you're seeing the movie and you have no idea, it catches you off guard that that actually happens in that moment. Huh. So it's like one of those uh, shocking type of scenes that 
get you talking because you least expect it type of thing. I get the time. I haven't seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, everybody's so. expecting it now because it's out there and right. everybody's talking about it. But just first watching the movie and having no idea, it's like you didn't expect that. Yeah. I mean, she's in the water, but you don't expect to see her out of the water <laughs> and just there. there. Yeah. Well, I felt, felt like, and maybe I am got her mixed up with something. I felt like there was years ago that she was like, very anti-doing nude scenes and everything, and mm, now she's uh, done a little bit more than that I'll, since that I'll point know if, in time. If she was ever against it, but she did make a statement here recently after doing this movie, No Hard Feelings. She only wants to do R-rated movies from now on. Oh, well, she's got a type, so uh, yeah, no, no uh, child-friendly movies for Jennifer Lawrence moving forward. Uh, so apparently, I'm a Red Zone fan, and I'm talking about the channel Red Zone during the NFL season. It's nice to have it to where you can watch the games fully, but also have the highlights or the red zone plays or the touchdowns they're all on one channel but there's been two versions of it of course scott hansen is the one that uh, is most notable but direct tv also had one with andrew siciliano well direct tv is now doing away with that and having the same red zone channel with scott hansen so i had a buddy of mine who had direct tv and he loved the red zone but he had to watch the light version of it as he called it just wasn't the same so uh, I didn't know there was two versions of it until just this past year, but now you don't have to worry about it. It's all going to be one version, and DirecTV has added that Red Zone channel. Amelia Clark says in filming a movie with Samuel L. Jackson, she almost ran over him. She said she was driving a very old Russian car that had a lot of shifts on it. Now, she did mention she knows how to drive a stick, but this was something more like driving a tractor. And uh, she said she actually pressed the wrong the the wrong deal in front of her and she thought it was the brake but it happened to be the accelerator but she was able to slam on the brakes in time but she said that Samuel Jackson was really friendly about it and uh, you know he didn't hold any kind of beef or anything and he you know he comforted her more than she needed to comfort him because she said she actually Began to cry just at the thought of almost hitting Samuel L. Jackson. Didn't drop an MF or any there. Like I feel like that would be the classic move for Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, so the Oscars have uh, decided to add Taylor Swift as a member of the Academy of Motion Picture of Arts and Sciences. I don't know why. I'm sure she has great music videos or something like that. But I'm like, man, I just you know, she's a musician, and she, you know, if I could understand the Grammys, but the Oscars and the, the picture motion uh, picture arts, okay. But it's more just Taylor Swift, and she's just everywhere, and everyone's just uh, wanting her to be a part of it. So anyway, she's part of the Academy now of uh, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, for whatever reason. Congrats, Taylor Swift. J.J. Watt revealed exactly why he retired. He says that he still feels like he could play and have that same energy whenever he gets on the field, but he's realized that it's not the most important thing in his life anymore is playing football, and that's why he decided to step away. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We've got Drive Time Sports coming up. Love you, 1-5. Love you, Ryan Mount. We're going to miss you, man. And uh, hopefully you're in a better place now. But we appreciate all the thoughts and prayers and also the comments from today and all the stories. Stay tuned, folks. Drive Time Sports coming up next. Let's talk about Mosquito Joe misting systems. Misting systems are perfect for properties that have extremely high mosquito activity, and you just can't seem to get them out of your way. It's like having a Mosquito Joe technician on your property 24-7. Great for homes with patios, pools, even horse barns and places like that. If you think a misting system might be right for you, give Mosquito Joe a call. Mention you heard it on the buzz and get $200 off your misting system installation.